Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beers for Good Show! I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the Ryan Pilkington. Ryan Pilkington in the house. What are you looking at me with that face? Why do you have that crazy face, Ryan? You just deleted the title of the show. I did. Well, <laughs> we'll just undelete it. Here, I, I, I can fix it, Ryan. Okay. Trust me, watch. Uh, there, look at there. Oh, magic, magic in the world, ladies and gentlemen. I have the power to change the world or at least go back in time with my Google Doc. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Ryan, tell us about the show. What are we doing today? What's going on? What's happening in the world? No, I don't want to know what's happening in the world. Too much weird crap happening in the world. Just tell me what about the show today. What's going on? Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Best for Good Show, and we are sitting down with Sean Castrina, and we are so pleased. And he's coming from you said Charlotte's Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia. <sighs> and so the title of the show today, and that is why it's important not to delete the show title. So oh, I know so you can say it. What am I supposed to say? Huh. I um, just wanted to keep you on your toes, Ryan. Keep you going. Whew. Uh, the title of the show is Why Entrepreneurship Changes the World with Sean Castrino. Why Entrepreneurship Changes the World. Why? Ooh, why? I am excited about this why? title. I'm excited to talk to I Sean. To this. The, I, I can already tell this is going to be a great show. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I mean, Sean is. Did you give his bio? He's written books and. I'm about to do Oh, bio. oh, well. Uh, of course I'm jumping ahead. Of course I'm <laughs> jumping ahead because that's what I do, ladies and gentlemen. That's the thing. Okay, Ryan, I am, I'm giving it to you. What, Thank whatever you, you want to say. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, Sean uh, is a best selling author of Eight Unbreakable Rules for Business Startup Success and the fictional tale. The greatest entrepreneur, entrepreneur in the world. His new release is the world's greatest business plan, written for those who cannot afford to fail. Sean is an active entrepreneur and a CEO, having started more than twenty companies in the past twenty-five years. He hosts the Ten Minute Entrepreneur, a top ten business podcast on iTunes, and has shared the stage and events with Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, and John Gordon, and many, many others. Welcome, welcome to the show, Sean. Thank you so much. We know you're busy. We know you got stuff going on. Thank you for taking the time out to humbly be with us crazy uh, folks that, that love the Being Good and Doing movement. So so welcome, welcome to the show, Sean. Great to be on the show. Great to be on the show, gentlemen. Awesome. We, uh, we do a thing here uh, every once in a while where we just kind of throw something out. And we would like to do a Google challenge with you, Sean. Are you open okay. to a Google challenge? It's, I'm gonna do the best I can. We're yes. gonna we're gonna pit you against Google. 
So oh, I will lose. I will lose against <laughs> any anything of anything electronic that could produce an answer. <laughs> oh no, no, we 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 if have I faith would have in you. Been an Alexa, I would have never graduated from high school. <laughs> I, every question I can just ask her. <laughs> it's so true. I do. It's yeah, a, it's a beautiful thing. Now it's a beautiful thing. Well, here's how the Google challenge works. So so we do cripple Google a little bit because we actually go to the third page I never heard which it. is okay. where yeah. nobody goes I've never heard anyone say cripple Google <laughs> yeah <laughs> what yeah what do you mean we do nobody goes to the third page nobody that's crippled. why we do this so mm. what we're gonna do is we're gonna put uh, are you gonna are you gonna do it Ryan you're gonna do it because you I'm messed gonna, me up I, I already messed you up so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna <laughs> take the phrase why entrepreneurship changes the world i am going to copy that and then i am going to throw that into google um okay and then i am of course not going to go to the first page i am going to click on the third page of google and then we're going to see what we come up with top five takeaways on the importance of entrepreneurship Ooh, this is pretty good now this doesn't, you don't necessarily have to disagree with Google. If you feel that Google has hit it right on the head, then go ahead and go, you know what? Google did a good job. And, and then we will see, we will say it's, it's a tie and it's a beautiful thing. But if you don't agree with it and you have some more input, then hey, feel free. So entrepreneurship, the importance of entrepreneurship. The first thing is entrepreneurship accelerates economic growth. Absolutely. Mm. Bam. Yeah, that's a that's an absolute. That's I, I think that's, that's an irrefutable. That's an irrefutable fact. Absolutely, you can that, maybe expound on. It. Oh yeah, do you, do you do you have uh, do you have a, well, a comment mean, about that? Well, I mean, the small I mean, small businesses generates over sixty eight you know sixty eight percent of the uh, of the jobs mm. in the United States of America. So yep. there there you go. Now, the job number that comes out typically seems to be a very important market indicator so yeah absolutely gaining jobs and losing jobs is people who start businesses typically create jobs that's right boom boom, boom. Ooh, this is a uh, Jeff good one. Bezos created a lot of jobs Sam Walton created a lot of jobs absolutely <laughs> certainly uh, did. 100% 100% and I agree with you about small business I mean people don't realize the economy runs on small business because most absolutely. of the revenue comes from that stuff so number two, entrepreneurship promotes innovation. What do you think about that? Well, yeah, that's how you have change. That's why you have Uber and not taxis right now. That's why you have Grubhub instead of deliveries. Disruption. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, absolutely. You have disruption. Look at Tesla. You know, mm -hmm. so it's just doing something differently. Maybe something that nobody ever thought of or nobody had the audacity to do. So yes, innovation is good. I love it, and and we we talk about it all the time. There's a fine line between. Uh, genius and 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 stupid, and and when when you have the balls and the cojones to go yeah. out there and do something, people you, you talk about Tesla. You know, in the beginning, Elon was a lunatic. He was an idiot. He was stupid. We, we've done electric cars. That's the stupidest yeah. thing you could possibly do. Now he's a genius. He's a. <laughs> there's just this fine line between the two. But if you don't have what it takes to get out there and do it and innovate and do what it takes. That's why we need entrepreneurs. That's why we need that stuff. Okay, number three, entrepreneurship can promote social change. Ooh. What do you think about that, Sean? I, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I think we, it, it can, but it's 
typically forced and disingenuous. Oh. It's like, in other words, the example of that, which I know nobody wants to hear that, but like there's people putting logos that never did it before because it became popular in the last three months to have all these social issues. I think if it's genuine and it's something you, you would, you know, that you care about, I just get a little concerned when it's something that becomes popular and then everybody makes it a movement. Um, if, you know, if you if there's something that matters to you and, and you're passionate about it and you want to support it, like Tom's shoes, where you buy a pair and you give away a pair. Hey, I'm all I'm all for that. I, I don't like when you've been in business for 30 years, you've done nothing. And then in the last three months, you're just an incredible social change agent. Yeah, oh. I think you've hit it on the head. It, unfortunately, yeah. when it's a part of the the marketing plan, that's probably exactly. not a good plan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it exactly. may it, pro- it may work, but it's just not being good and doing. It. It's not our mo- It's not what we're talking about here. We had a exactly. we had a segment uh, that had a, American Express was doing something about trying to raise awareness on social media. And they, and That's right. And they said for every like we would get, we would give money to to something else. And it's like, geez, that's kind of so to promote you, you will pay for this movement that it was bad it was not, yeah yeah it was no, not I, good yeah <laughs> and so I, I you said it best actually if if your social movement is listed in your marketing plan if your marketing department came up with it it's not genuine yeah yep boom there you go number four entrepreneurship promotes research and industrial development yeah, I mean, I if you're to, have so. in, to have innovation, you got to have research. So, you know, because you got to figure out how you're going to do it, where the openings are, what's, yeah, I mean, I, research and innovation kind of go hand in yeah, hand. Yeah, I kind of think two and four are kind of together on that. Yeah. I, I, I think they stretch the to make thing. another one. Yeah, yeah. Number five, entrepreneurship develops and improves existing enterprises. Mm, what do you think? Yeah, because it challenges them. It challenges them. You either, you either get better or you die. I mean, Sears died. J.C. Penney died. They failed to innovate. Uh, Kodak failed to. Blockbuster. Blackberry struggled. (laughs) Blockbuster went out. Circuit (laughs) City went out. But Best Buy's doing fine. So yeah, I mean, the the strong survive. The weak that you know, the phrase is this: you have to change before you have to. And companies that didn't change before they have to are no longer with us. And Blockbuster is a great illustration of. Of, of that and, and countless others. Man, they yeah. could have been Netflix. They could have been Netflix. They oh, were. Well, they could have bought Netflix for fifty million dollars. Fifty million bucks, dude. And, and I, yeah, we looked Yahoo up. Yahoo could have bought Google for five billion. We looked up the other day, and Netflix uh, was um, showed two point two hundred and forty billion dollars is what their 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 evaluation. Uh, yeah, evaluation. That's uh, yeah. that would have been a heck of a deal. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, think about Yahoo though. Yahoo, in fairness, they bought Mark Cuban's company for over a billion. They could have bought Google for five. Whoa. Think about that for a second. Because I mean, Broadcast.com. I don't know what that is and what that ever ended up being. And and, and right. I would say that Mark sold out the world's greatest exit in the history of business. <laughs> yeah, I think he would agree. It. And the reason why I know he would agree with it is because he let, he took his stock and bought that insurance policy a sell. I forgot what it was a put or a sell or whatever. So if Yahoo tanked, he still had. You know, ninety percent of his money. You know, the yeah. world's greatest stock insurance policy he purchased. Um, so that they, they they could have bought they could have got Google for about four more more million four Absolutely. more billion. Cheapers. Uh, so I think with uh, with the input that you gave, which I think was very valuable, I, I, I'm going to have to give it to Sean. I think Sean won. I have to. I, right. I, I think 
you know, Google spits up information, but sometimes uh, it needs a little, it needs a little, uh, a little push, an entrepreneurial push, actually. Cool. Thank, thanks, man, for doing that. All right, let's get in. Let's get in the interview. What do you got, Ryan? I've been looking at your bio, Bobby, and uh, looking at Sean's here. You guys have similar kind of things going on. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he's been a serial entrepreneur for over twenty years. Mm-hmm. Check. Check. Definitely. He's got a book called something about a song. What the? <laughs> What's the book called, Bobby? Silence your phones, people. <laughs> I'm your, the worst. What's your book called? Eight Wisdoms. Yeah, he's got a book called. Oh yeah, Eight Principles. Eight unbreakable rules. Eight yeah, unbreakable we're in the rules. same ballpark. Ah, that's interesting. So just do a little. Interesting. You know. Anyway. Ah, but we can, cool. we can start the show. And he's an ancient person too. No, no, we're not ancient, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that, man. Sean's like, what does that mean? Hey, what are you saying? We're wisdom. It's about wisdom. We're we're old in our mindset. <laughs> Wait, that's I, bad I feel, too. I, listen, speak for yourself, bro. That's bad yeah. too. I, I, I feel good and look great. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not buying into anything. I'm just listen, digging a deeper I have, I have hole. Aged, I have aged like a very fine Rolex watch. Man, how did you put me down this path, you right? You did that. You did that. All right. You, 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 you did that one yourself. I did it all there, myself. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, okay. That's it. Subject change. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's actually get to the interview. Sean, thank you so much for being on the show. We like to start to get to know you. I mean, we kind of already have, but just what does biz for good mean to you? What? Just just go off on us. What does that mean? Yeah. To you? I, my first, like, when, you know, obviously the title when it immediately hit me is that, I mean, business does good. Successful businesses do good. They do good in so many different ways that you, you hire people. So you employ people. So you generate, you, you keep the economy moving. You provide jobs for people to be able to pay mortgages, send their kids through college, so, so many different things. Businesses provide something for consumers. I mean, even at its most simple level, you know, customers buy something because either they want it, need it, or it solves a problem. All three are positive things. So. If you don't successfully meet a need for a customer, they're no longer going to buy from you. So I think you're always doing good in that you're, you're, you're accelerating the economy, you're providing jobs, you provide innovation. I mean, think about it. Things get better. The air condition is a great invention. Ended up Definitely. being not a bad business product as well. The airplane ended up being a pretty good invention. We can keep going down the line, but inve- like Amazon, it's amazing. Ooh, I mean, Grubhub. Oh, I've, Grubhub has been my life the last six months. <laughs> Innovation makes life better for us. I always think about air conditioning as just the simplest. I can't even imagine life without air conditioning. So I'm right. very thankful for people that innovate and come up with business ideas, and then they become reality. I, I think Biz does a lot of real, a lot of good. Not to mention the incredible philanthropic efforts of, of, of very wealthy people that were founders of companies. Uh, you know, that, that leads me to a question really quick. Um, uh, why is it when people get so, usually when they get so much, they become really philanthropic? What, what, why, why do you think that is? I'm just curious. Because, Bill yeah, I think and, in, and Warren Buffett, all of those guys yeah. have given billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard to spend a billion. So when you have over a billion, you kind of wake up and go, wow, this is kind of ridiculous. Um, I, 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 so I think there's something innately. We know that, like, I like the way kind of Bill Gates says it with his children. When you, I don't want to give my kids so much money that they lose all level of interest in being successful. 
Yeah. There's no motivation to be who they can be because there's generational wealth to 60 generations. So there's no ambition. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love You know, that. so I, I think that's, you know, I think that kicks in. I think also they wake up and go, a billion dollars could help the world. I think if you just kind of wake up and you're alert and, and you know you can't spend it. Because because Warren Buffett was never philanthropic. It was kind of like something he was going to get to on his deathbed. Like when he died, then they can figure it all out. It was his relationship with Bill Gates that really kicked in the philanthropic, uh, you know, efforts that he that he supported. But and I also think people that make a lot of money know that it was luck. It was hard work. It was such a variety. You know, everything comes together to be a billionaire. A lot of things have to come together. And I think they kind of pinch themselves and go, you know, hey, life is good. I'm grateful for this, but I, I can give some back. A hundred percent. Right on the money. That, that's that's so cool. Cool, cool, cool. But Ryan, you got a question. Uh, yeah. So the title of the show is uh, Why Entrepreneurship Changes the World. Uh, why did you decide to use that in the title today? Because I think entrepreneurship does, you know, of, of careers. What I like about entrepreneurship, just as a perfect example, it, it is it is. The one career that qualif that you don't have to be qualified to do any like if I want to be a doctor, I got to go to you know eight to ten years of school, and that's the qualifier. And you're going to make really good money if you're a doctor. I could have an idea, start a business, have it up in thirty. I make significantly. The only doctor that makes more than me is maybe a brain surgeon or a plastic surgeon, and I'm being serious. So it took me about you know five years to to get into the you know, the, to, to where you're making a quarter of a million or more. So entrepreneurship does it. I, I, you know, I have a college degree, but the reality is I didn't need one to go into business because my college degree has nothing to do with what I do in business. So I just think it, 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 it's the most fair playing field that there is because you can look at every race, every age and find somebody who, who succeeded in business. You know, we have a lot of divisions, but you know, you, 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 there's a lot of wealth and I know everybody will argue about the 1%, but whenever I talk, every, whenever you listen to a billionaire, they did something pretty astounding to generate that. It really happens by accident and not, you know. So, I mean, anybody can be wealthy as an entrepreneur. And you, and, and the, the, if you have a crazy idea, no matter what your background is, you can be uber, you can be crazy wealthy. It, it's just you know, that's not the case in any, any other line of work, you know, as an engineer or all these other things, you kind of start in at a certain level, then you kind of work your way up and it's, you're jockeying for position and you might get it. You may not get it. Entrepreneurship, you can kind of beat the door down yourself. That, that takes I mean, me uh, to the American dream back when uh, they came to America, you know, yeah, they, 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 they didn't have much, but they knew that they, this is an opportunity for them to change their life and change the world. So, and, and I think they, entrepreneurship they offers that like no other profession. Absolutely. When I was in the, the corporate world and and I, I went through, you know, our, our company went through over 12 layoffs. I saw great people leave the company for no other reason than 15 percent of the company had to be cut. And, and it wasn't because they weren't willing. And, and, and when I left and went full on entrepreneur and doubled, tripled my income, uh, I realized, you know, I can still fail uh, as an entrepreneur, but at least it's it's completely 100% up to me if I do. 
if I let me give you the illustration I, I share with people because I started my first business because I got laid off from my dream job. I mean, didn't get laid off. I got let go because of a leadership change in my early 20s, one class away from a master's degree. I mean, I had the, the whole white picket fence thing going <laughs> and then I got let go. And then, I, you know, I started, you know, starting my own businesses. And, and it's like what I say is that I could run the Titanic into an iceberg, but at least I'm at the helm and I can see it. And I got like, I got sonar, you know, I mean, I, I know it's there and I can at least have a chance to turn the wheel for crying out loud. When you're an employee, you just get the envelope. It's right. been great having you buddy, but we're going to, right? Yes. That's Walk the, the plank. Something friend. about being able to steer the ship. Walk the plank. May, and, and then, you know, there's, there's no, there's no blaming. You've got to be accountable. you got to, we talk about it all the time. <laughs> Truly, there's only two things you got to do to be ultra successful. Work hard and don't quit. I mean, really, it, that's what people, most people don't do as entrepreneurs. They either give up too soon or they just don't want to put the effort in that it's going to take to move it. Well, the problem is, is that because I literally had my team, you know, on social media telling, trying to get me to write, do a course. I'll never forget this title. They told me. Uh, start a business over the weekend. And I said, no, I will never write a course called Start a Business Over the Weekend because I've never started a business over a weekend and made money. Right. But they're like, but we have this one guy who did whatever. I go, yeah, it's not reality. It's not a, that's a, that's a complete crapshoot. It's a it's crap. I told him, I said, I'm never going to put my name. I go, listen, I'll show you how to write a business plan over a weekend. I'll show you how to come up with a good idea over a weekend. I, I, I'm not going to teach a course. The, the, my whole point is, is that people don't want to work hard anymore. They genuinely believe because of social media that it's easy and everything I've ever done at a minimum took three years of absolute crazy work hundred hour weeks to get at three years at a minimum yeah. minimum yeah people tell me all the time bobby well you don't do anything you like hardly work at all and i'm like guys you don't understand i worked 60 and 80 hours a week several years ago so i can be where i'm at now you do not get to a place like this by just magically falling into something it's hard exactly. a work it just is I work endless. I, I work nonstop for ten straight years at an aggressive climb before I got to where it got to where I could, you know, I was making, you know, I was a millionaire and I could do things that I wanted. But it was absolutely ten years of relentless work. And, and, and I, um, I, I, I wish people would get, guys, you're not going to start something and, and and have Facebook in a month or two. You're just not going to do that, guys. It's beautiful. It is so rewarding and amazing to have your own business and, and to have employees and to, and to build stuff. It's so awesome. But it is not easy. It is not easy. It is not simple. It is hard work. There's no magic thing out there to get there. Uh, it, it, you just can't quit. So many people, they or they think only money. It's money is not the way if you're thinking only money when it gets hard, you're going to quit. Yeah. Money is the worst motivator in business. It's the, because it's the thing that you get last. Yep. Just so you know, this, this, let me just let the cat out of the bag. Money comes last in the entire business <laughs> venture type of thing. Because you, you'll make money and you'll start, you'll, you will throw it back into the company like feeding a toddler. If you're smart, realize it. if you're yeah, smart. It, 
you do. You don't take it. You know, oh my gosh, I got. We can grow, and then you start hiring people. So you you give up half your salary to hire the right person, yeah. and about five or six years into it, you're like, oh, I guess I can start really making so good, good money now. Oh, this is so good. It. Uh, it's beautiful. Thank you, thank you, man, for being. I it just feel like a kindred spirit that totally get gets gets it. The the what am I what am I trying to get at? I just feel sad for so many people that that think, oh, I want to get out of my crappy job, so I'm going to go do something magical. And usually they fail miserably, and they go and I tell them, guys, just go get a job. Don't. It's funny you say that. No, that's I am the guy who tells everybody don't quit your date. I, <laughs> I, I no, I am the Dr. Kevorkian of entrepreneurship because I do things. I tell them don't quit your day job. Oh my gosh! Don't quit, don't quit your job because there's 168 hours in a week, and if you can't keep your job and start a business, you're not talented enough anyway. Exactly. Oh, right. that's number I told, one. Oh, number I called. Two, I called. I don't tell me you started a business because you were passionate about it. Because passion is an entrepreneur's mistress. Yeah. Not everything I'm passionate about should be a business. I love golf. I don't go start a driving range. Okay, Ooh, that's There's good. Some, you know, it's like you know, what's his name? Oh, golly, the guy who loves yachting. Oh my gosh, Branson. Brent, he Richard? doesn't have a yachting business. He has a, a Virgin Airlines and a Virgin this and a Virgin that. But you don't see him doing it in the boating business because it's it's not a good business model. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I always hear that. You know, quit your job. No, oh, don't quit your job. Do not. I'm with you a hundred percent. I can't tell you how many people come to me, Bobby. It's been six months since I started this thing. I need money. What do I do? And and that's always my answer. Go yeah. get a day job. If you're trying to build something to feed your family, it's never going to be worth the crap. No, and, and not only that, you're when you're broke, you're you're um you're like a wounded animal. People can tell when you're desperate. Yeah. There's something about it. At least when you're working, you can fake it a little bit. Yeah. You know, because you're gonna, you know, your mortgage is gonna be paid or whatever. I I do. You want to go start a business? Good. Go get a job. Go get a Have job. Have both at the same time. If you can't get a job, I'm wondering about you anyway. Exactly. I'm always worried about the person who doesn't have a job. Like, they don't come across to me like the most qualified person. <laughs> like, have you ever met somebody who didn't have a job and goes, man, I'd like to hire him? <laughs> yeah. Never. My He's... whole life. I've never been introduced to somebody unemployed for a great period of time ago. I got to bring that person on staff. <laughs> right there, that's a damn winner. <laughs> Never. It's oh, always I, the guy. It's always the person who's got the job I want to hire. I can't tell you how many entrepreneur groups we've been to or I've been to, and and like the guy comes up to me, I'm a I'm a oh business coach. Oh my gosh, the oh, business coaches. <laughs> I'm like, cool. That. What businesses have you done? He goes, oh, I I haven't done any businesses. I just have a passion to help people. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, no. Oh, uh, listen to me. I, I, I had one of those wonderful people come to my office one time, and, and I politely skinned him alive. I just told him, I said, you know, I take advice from somebody who's done what it is I'm trying to do at a level beyond what I'm currently doing it and can validate it. And my friend, you have not supported that claim. Because no you've read more books than me. I, not this, I, I literally was like laughing at him. I'm like, you're really being serious. Like this actually works. I can totally to help you. <laughs> I can help you. Trust me. You give me ten grand, and I will make you eight a hundred thousand dollars, guaranteed. Yeah. 
Oh, I've heard that. If I've heard that once, I've heard it a thousand times. Oh, I always have the perfect answer. I said, are you really confident in that? They go, absolutely. I said, great. I'm not going to pay you anything, but we'll split whatever money you make me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's what I do. I do the same thing. I do that once every every six weeks. Somebody will, oh, I want to coach you do this. I was like, you can guarantee this. Oh, I've helped so many people. I said, well, I'm going to offer you a deal you can't can't refuse. refuse. We're yeah. gonna split profit 50-50. And they go, well, I gotta They're, feed my oh, family. My gosh, they crap themselves. <laughs> yeah, they. No, I mean, you don't want my ten grand when you made this guy a hundred, so I'm gonna give you fifty. <laughs> you really want my ten thousand to coach me and consult me when you can make half? That's what I do to weed out the losers. <laughs> it works too. It oh, absolutely. It does, it there's does. no argument to that. How can they argue that? And, um, I, and, you and then you I don't love? see them anymore. I've had people say yes. And they have been incredible partners. The smart ones go, I'll t- I, I just worked with one and he's like, I, I, he told me about a few people they'd done some stuff with. And I literally looked at him, I go, well then me paying you is a dis- is, is penance, is, is, is nothing. I said, let's partner and do a 50-50 split. He dropped his head, looked up, he goes, I'll take that deal. Because hmm, nice. he was confident, he knew he could do it. But he, I mean, literally dropped his head, looked back up and goes, I'll take that. <laughs> We're in business. Bam. You want those people. You know. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I like literally because my philosophy is I'd rather have 50% of a lot than 100% of a little. Yes. So I love partnerships. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, this Don't is so great, so good. Okay, last question, man. We this is this has been super fun. Thank you so much, Sean, for being on the show. Uh, what is a gold nugget that you could give the listeners? Something that they could take away. All right, ready? Fail early. Don't wait. There's no. Don't keep putting off what you're doing. Just get out there and do it. Fail early. <laughs> fail forward. Learn something from it. You know, you get, keep moving. Like the Jim Brown, he never went out of bounds. He just kind of levels forward. And then fail cheap. This is the big part. Fail cheap. Every failure doesn't have to be an all-in failure. That's the mistake that people make. So you're going to fail. Get out there and do it now. Learn something from it. But mitigate your losses. Don't always go all in. Don't go all in emotionally, financially. Sometimes you got to temper it a little bit when you're getting started so that you don't get completely crushed. So, again, Fail early, fail forward, fail cheap. And I've never heard anybody say the word fail. Never, ever say fail cheap. That's an original from me. Yeah, I, I love it. That is insanely great advice. People think you have to put it all in the basket to show that you're you know, serious about it. That's a recipe for disaster, man. You, you want to. Not, not me. Yeah, you want to test something never. first. I mean, there's a reason we do A-B testing and stuff like that in marketing. You. You, you want to see what works before you throw all, throw all in. The great companies Absolutely. tested and played. I mean, e- even Facebook, you know, they only started in one college. It, you know, yeah. it, it was it was a test. It worked. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fanatic for beta testing. Awesome. Well, Sean, thank you so, so much for being on the show. Is there uh, places people can find you, books? Where where do they go? Yeah, let me, just, get, get let me just give them a free book right now. If Ooh. you go to seancastorina.com, seancastorina.com, I'm sure they'll put that up somehow. Uh, if you go there, if you go there, you can get the eight unbreakable rules for business startup success at my site. So the eight unbreakable rules is free at seancastorina.com. And if you like being taught business, you know, the granular part of it, how to market, the little pieces of it. I've taught at a lot of colleges. I 
do the 10 minute entrepreneur podcast every day where I'm either teaching or interviewing a founder and it's it's really quick 10 minutes <laughs> so it's it's really good if you want to learn how to start and grow a business or if your business is kind of stuck and you need to get unstuck that's you, awesome I love that you have a, a book out there it's a fable story yeah that's that's on Amazon everything's on Amazon you know all of my books are on Amazon uh, but I'm giving you one for free because your audience is let's give away something. So oh, the eight love. unbreakable rules is free at my personal site, and um, it's a great book, and it'll help people the most. Awesome. And we will make sure Thanks and so have much. the link on the pod, in, in the podcast uh, links and the show notes and all that good stuff. Awesome, Sean. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to take out the show. You, Ryan, you're going to take us out? I don't want to take out the show. You want to take out the show? You're not going to take out the show. We're going to show the... I will the... end the show. I will <laughs> Sean, not take out the show. it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so Great. much. Uh, Thank you, guys. Kindred Spirits. I, I, so uh, I, I love... I could I could hear you all day, man. And I'm definitely going to check out the podcast and, and start listening to 10-Minute Entrepreneur. Sweet. Great. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Yeah, so we always end the show with the hashtag be good, do good. Uh, we say it three times. We get, as we say, crazy or loud on the third time. So here we go. Hashtag be, be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.